On this episode of Hopeful Romantics, we talk about money and your marriage. topic today we're talking about yes. your marriage and money how do you relate to money in your marriage how do you have success in your marriage with money 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 <laughs> I couldn't help it I tried that note that note <laughs> I didn't I didn't want the vocals first mm, yes all right here we go <laughs> we're already off track already I tell you <laughs> all right so go. I want to share a few facts first because you know, you know, money is such a divisive topic sometimes in marriages right. and just in culture and how do you relate to money? Is money good or bad? And so we're going to dig into some of that, but um, I want to share some tips how it relates to money in marriage, first of all. Right. First tip is this, or first, I'm sorry, uh, stat is this. Money arguments are the second leading cause of divorce behind infidelity. Mm. So number one reason people get divorced is from cheating. Number two is money. <laughs> Think about that. That's serious. That's serious, That's right? That's very serious. It's a serious mm-hmm. topic. Mm-hmm. Number two, nearly half of couples with $50,000 or more in debt say money is their top reason for arguing. Mm. So that I makes sense, that. right? They're getting divorced. They're arguing. They're getting divorced. Right. And so there is something about debt, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so, and here's the last uh, stat I'll share. Studies say money is the number one topic couples argue about. So number two reason why they wow. get divorced, number one, one thing they argue about. So it's not just wow. being in debt, but also if you're even not in debt, it's the number one thing that couples argue about on, on average. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. You would never think that money would be um, such a big topic, you know, but I know based on um, experience, that's all we can talk about. It is a, a heavy subject, you know, to, to talk about. And it doesn't have to be. Once mm-hmm. you get the right tips and the right, right. tools right. in place, it actually is a thing that can unite you and get you on the same page. And you can share your journey and your desires and your plans with yes. each other. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Open communication, right? Yes, open communication. So <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> why money is so divisive, right? <laughs> I think there's one word that explains why money is so divisive, Denise. Right. It's, it's stress. Oh, yeah. Have you ever been stressed oh, yeah. in our marriage? Let, let, let's keep it real. <laughs> you ever been stressed in our marriage about money? Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Can I be honest, though? Okay. Oh, I hope so. Be, be honest, right? Um, in the beginning, you know, it's just, you know, and I wouldn't say in the beginning, but there were certain um, events that would happen that would bring that stress on. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, we've been through some stuff that we're like, oh, what are we going to do? You know? Um, are we gonna eat? <laughs> I mean, so so I mean, so let's let's share mm-hmm. our testimony with yeah. you. We've shared this testimony with quite a few people that we've mentored one on one or we've counseled, and right. um, you know, back when we first got married, Denise came from South Africa. Mm-hmm. I had a pretty good job at that time, and I got laid off, and right. it was several months before I found a new job. Yes, and we had this house, we had a bunch of stuff, we were putting stuff on credit cards, so we didn't have good financial. At least I didn't have good financial principles at that time. No. We had a lot well, not, of both of us didn't, I mean, that, you know, that, that, because we were newly we, we were newly wet, you know, we were newly married and um really we were just trying to find ourselves 
I am culture shock, you know, coming to the United States, um, trying to adjust. He's trying to help me adjust to. And when we went through that um, season, it was really a long season. Um, it it took it took some time, but we we really had open communication though. We we talked about yeah, stuff, you know. We talked about our feelings, and you know, and also just based on the things that I've been through back home and, you know, stuff that I've seen, I could tap into that, you know, like, um, and I would think our foundation was the word. Yeah. We always go to God we would pray about it, but yeah, it was, ooh. And if I give you some kudos, you were so supportive during that time. And that, and that's why I think a lot of marriages get wrecked because, um, they just can't support each other during the times because it's goodness. No. I mean, it's sickness and health, it's good times and bad times in marriage. Right. And so the reality right. is when those tough times come in financial situations, mm -hmm. stress is a big deal. And we, you, you have to have that team spirit that right. just being solid and being together. So stress is the number one reason that money and marriage can become so divisive, right. but it doesn't have to be. No, it doesn't. So mm -hmm. we found that oftentimes in marriage that for women, mm -hmm. money relates to security. Mm -hmm. And so now tell me, I guess, Denise, like, how have you seen that where money maybe makes you feel secure? It makes me feel secure in, in a way that I know my needs are going to be taken care of. I know that um, whatever I need, he'll provide. You know, um, if I see money or, you know, finances are in abundance, <laughs> I know I won't struggle. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, when we went through that um, time... I asked God, like, why did you bring me here? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I suffered enough. I am done, you know? Mm -hmm. But um, it's just, you know, going through that, knowing who you are and the man that God gave me, money does, it's, it's security. Like, yeah, I felt a little, whew. Yeah, and thankfully. We're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, thankfully, we bounced back from that. Obviously, right. I got a new job and worked. And right. we went through another situation where we lost my job again. And so, but we were able to handle it better because we had built up that yes. infrastructure. Yes. Where by that time we were completely debt free. And so we'll talk yes. about some tips that we'll give you from our, from our time. And now we're in a really healthy place with money. We're yes. on one goals. We don't, we still have some maybe disagreements on what to do, but for the most part, we're solid mm -hmm. though. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I'm probably the, uh, no, I'm probably, I, I'm probably the more frugal person. A lot of times, would you say? Well, no. Mm -mm, no. <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me okay. about that. So let me say this. Like, mm -hmm. I wouldn't call it frugal because I'm the one that will count the things, you know, like, okay, let me spend less than whatever. But he's very structured in where we spend the money, you know? So uh -huh. what is important? What's the priorities, you know? So frugal, <laughs> no. But what's the priorities? Like, what do we need now? I'm just being honest. <laughs> like, you, when you like stuff, you like stuff. And I always tell him, go ahead and buy it. You know, you work so hard. Mm. You said, I don't care. I'm just saying, I feel like, come on now. Thank you, YouTube family here. I feel like. Yeah, you, I'm you're right. Because I, I definitely, okay, so maybe the word is probably discipline. Like, yes. here's the goals, here's the plan. Yes, yes. At the same time, I have a few things I like. Now that we're in a mm -hmm. better place, because back when we were not debt free and back when we weren't investing the way we are now, I wasn't spending money. No. Now my shoe game is is is, is crazy. Oh, it, I wish you could see my shoes right now. Yeah. I put them the thing, <laughs> but I did that. I think once we were in a more secure place. Right. Before then, I right. wouldn't buy anything. No. But, you know, and there, there's balance because you have to enjoy life too. Exactly. Well, exactly. Anyways, I, I spent enough time there, but <laughs> essentially, um, a lot of times we see in relationships, women see money as security. Men see money as status. And what does status mean? Not from a prideful standpoint, but the status of 
I'm taking care of my family, Mm -hmm. right? And so a lot of times women may feel stress or feel comfort from a place of security. Like my kids are good. Mm -hmm. I'm good. Whether you're both working or one person's working, but men feel the status of like, okay, I am the breadwinner or even if you're not the breadwinner, Mm -hmm. I am secure that my family's good. Like I am like, I have a status where like my kids know that they're good. My wife knows she's good. Like we got this. Right. And so when you lose that feeling, that in, th- th- then that stress starts to enter. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. So that's where that stress of money can come from, is status and security. Okay. Right. Now, we want to share some um, tools and tips with you guys to master money in your marriage. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure that you win with money in your marriage. And we're not going to make this long. If you want more resources and more tools, let us know yes. on anchor.fm slash hopeful romantics. Leave a listener voicemail and say, hey, DJ Denise, we want to learn more about money. Yeah. We want to hear more from you. We can even make some resources and put it on our website. Right. Um, so again, just make sure you communicate with us. We'll have uh, on our YouTube page, we'll have notes, we'll have our website listed, we'll have everything you need to make sure that you can win with money. Absolutely. So here's our first tip. The first tip is open communication, mm-hmm. right? So when it comes to money in marriage, like anything in marriage, you have to communicate. Right. But especially with money. And that has been our theme. It's just like you got to communicate about everything. When you talk about money, what are your goals, right? Mm-hmm. Because when you were single and you were alone, you had your job, you were working towards your goals. But that's when you were single and now you're married. You guys have to talk about what are your goals together? Okay, when you were single, you had that dream of traveling the world, um, seeing places, doing this. Okay, how can we make that happen with the two of us together. How can we make things happen when you had your goals, you know, I had my goals. How do we make it together for ourselves, you know, to get and I think it's important to just be open, you yes. know, just share things because you don't want to reveal things years from now, you know, when you guys already started working on your goals, you started working, you're like, Oh, by the way <laughs> I've always I've always wanted to do this. That's what I do it. I feel yeah. you holding me back. You know, we need money for that. No. Mm-hmm. From the get go, open communication. And 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 my husband knew, DJ knew, I like shopping. And I told him that I, I like shopping. Okay. I love I, yeah. <laughs> I do. And so I was honest with him, but when we sat down and we communicated about our goals, I knew at that time I just couldn't go shopping. But I, I also knew that based on what we were planning for our future, that would be a time that I could go shopping and not think about it. Right. Right? And I think that, um, you know, you make a good point. That's why uh, communication is so key. It's because if we're both talking, then we can be on the same page. And then mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like I'm telling you, don't no, Denise, you can't go shopping. It's, right. Why are we not shopping extra right now? It's because we agree we're going this direction. Exactly. And we're and so you have a game plan, you have mm-hmm. a strategy, you're one team. Right. I think also sharing about your about your um, I guess expectations, right? Yes. Like, do you expect to buy a new handbag every month? Do you expect to travel every year somewhere exotic? And so if so, right. I mean, if again, if that's in your budget, that's great. That's good. Shoot, but go. to your point, it shouldn't be a surprise where you're like, no. oh, you know what? We always, like me and my family, we always go to Bali, you know? We, right. You know, like, why you know, can't I go now? We always go to Cape Town. What do you mean? Like, And, and so that expectation. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Always, always talk, communicate, and be honest. Really be honest. Like, I, I couldn't. He knew. Like, and, and, and that's when we had those... Um, you know, gentle, I call it gentle arguments. Like, no, I do like this. You know, this is what I like. And, but when I saw our goals and where we'd be from that time in 10 years or five years, Mm -hmm. I bought into that and I trusted him. 
You know, I so I bought into, okay, this is our dream. This is our goals. This is what I want to do. I know I can't. And I'm happy I did. So you got to buy it into the plan, you know, yeah. and stick to it, you know? And, and that's a great point, Denise. Look at your short-term goals financially. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's this month. How do we want to spend our money? Maybe we realize we're overspending on eating out. This right. month, we're going to control this spending. Right. What are your long-term goals? Okay, in the next year, where do we want to be? Maybe we want to get out of debt or maybe we want to pay off this credit card and right. we want to invest in this, right? Exactly. And so you start to talk about what are my short-term goals and then five years from now, 10 years from now, where do we see ourselves? Exactly. That's what you want to communicate. Mm -hmm. And that's a great segue to our next point that you mentioned about this, trusting the plan. Number two thing is there has to be a financial leader between yes. the two of you, right? <laughs> well, and, and so, you know, again, as Christians, sometimes we think that, well, you know what? The men is the head of the house. And so that's that true. means that he's supposed an to assumption that we automatically be the financial leader. But mm -hmm. a lot of men are terrible financially. Mm. And so the advice and the tip that we have for you is figure out who is the better person right. financially and have them lead it, right? Part of being a head of a household is being able to delegate and recognize who's best at what thing. Exactly. So. Exactly. And and that's true because I have so many friends, you know, girls, um, that's really strong in finances. You know, they know how to budget. They know how to use different tools, you know, access. And so it's just, for me, I would just think that, you know, when they meet the husband or the, or the man that, Go ahead and let her lead, you know, because you guys will do it together. For me, I know I'm the free spirit. I'm the free bird. Like I, when I was alone, I did my budget. I did, I did good, you know, but I have a husband that's really, really good at it. And it's much better because when I was alone, I had to do it. I had nobody else to do it for me. Otherwise I'd be in trouble, <laughs> but he's the better one. He's, he's, he's the leader. And so, yeah, go ahead. And again, that goes back to communication and just making right. sure you're communicating and knowing who's better, right? You don't know who's better with it. Who, again, I love budgeting. That's why I call myself the more frugal person because like, I love squeezing every penny, every dollar, everything right. out of it. And so making sure that every dollar has a place where it goes mm -hmm. and making sure that it's just, I don't know. Like, and I love that about you. Like I, I, I don't like the conversations, but... I love the fact that he's so passionate about it and passionate seeing us at a better place, you know, not now, but in the future. Right. And that makes me trust him so much more. So, yeah. Okay. So, again, tip number one is open communication. Tip number two is establish a financial leader within your relationship. The mm -hmm. third tip is this. We want to make sure that we are putting the right tools and resources around you. Exactly. So, what does that mean? There are all, all types of resources and tools that you can use mm -hmm. to help manage your finances. The thing that worked for us early on was a mm. man that makes Denise, it's a name that makes Denise shudder. <laughs> Look, you can see a reaction. I haven't said the name yet. Ooh. His name is Dave Ramsey. Okay, now, see, look, see that face? Uncle Dave. That's Uncle what Dave, I'm calling that's what him. him. <laughs> yes. Go ahead. Well, so. So for us, coming from different countries, different backgrounds, yes. you know, I grew up middle class. And so we had everything that we needed, a lot of the things we wanted, but we weren't rich by any means. And mm. so Denise had a different experience in South Africa mm. growing up, <laughs> right? And so we had to all get on the same page right. financially. Like, right. okay, why can't we drive a Mercedes right now? Why shouldn't we go and buy this thing on debt, right? And so Dave yes. Ramsey, now you may not be a Dave Ramsey fan and that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. We're saying that was a tool that we use and a resource we that used. That worked for us. That mm -hmm. worked for us, right? And so we um, applied that plan. It gave us a game right. plan. It gave us the time to communicate. Exactly. And we went forward. We got out of debt. We built up yeah. an emergency fund. 
We start saving up three to six months of, of, of our income. Right. We follow the plan. Then we start investing 15% exactly. of our resources um, into investments, into retirement accounts. Right. We start um, paying down things, start investing in the collagen. Right. All of a it's sudden, just, yeah. it, it helped us with our money matches, you know? And so for me, <laughs> Uncle Dave, you know, I, I didn't like, I really didn't. Because I'm like, why? Why should I do that? I don't want to do that. However, when we sat down and, and when that first time when we got, when he lost his job, we were in a terrible place, yeah. terrible, terrible place. And there was really no coming around because literally it was a place where you throw the bowls in the middle and like, oh, which one landed? That's the one which that's going to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> really, too, when it happened again, when you did lose your job again, we're in a better position. So it really is. Again, buying in 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 you know your plan. David Ramsey might not work for anybody. It worked for us. It put us in a in a really good position. We ate rice and beans for a while. It was delicious. <laughs> rice and beans, beans and rice. And I think also one thing that we should um, mention is bring the person in, especially the free spirited person. Because yeah. Dave Ramsey talks about being the free spirited person. I am that one. And so DJ would always bring like, let's have money matters meetings. So that's one of the things that you guys talk about it. And we will talk. It was harsh when I, I mean, literally, I was, I couldn't do my nails. I couldn't go do my nails because we had a plan. I went to the dollar store um, for those living in the United States, a place where everything costs a dollar. Yes. And I went and bought nail polish. It was okay for me. I didn't cry about it. Why? Because we had money matches meeting. I cried in the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> But I knew our goals and I knew it. And I'm so happy. Can I just say this? That I'm happy that it was it was tough talking about it because it is money and I want stuff and I wanted to buy stuff. But I'm happy that I listened because life is so much better now because right. we sacrifice. It is okay to sacrifice. It is okay to say no to something. If you don't have the money, don't buy it. And that's one thing that I love about um, David Ham's like, if you don't have it, don't get it. Right. That makes sense. And so Denise, thank you for sharing. Cause there's a lot of people watching right now. Like, Oh, I hate talking about budgeting. I hate talking about money. I don't like it. Well, Denise was that person. Like, mm. I, I just want to spend, I don't want to think about it. Where nope. me, I was more so what they call in the program, a nerd. I had like, you know, I had a, a whole um, Excel spreadsheet and budget and tools and plans. And so right. you, typically in a marriage, you find that where they, you know, there's one free spirit and one nerd. And so the nerd should be the one typically who's managing the finances, but it's important for the nerd to bring along the free spirit because yes. otherwise it feels like I'm telling you what to do. And that yeah, creates yes. that conflict and yes, stress. Yes, yes. So we just want to do that. Uh, Let's keep moving on. So we talked about Dave Ramsey that worked for us, but there's lots of plans. Yeah. Just Google and find out. Find what are something some good that works plans. for you. Yeah. Uh, number two is this: find a financial planner or a CPA or a coach. Right. So that's another mm -hmm. tool you can use. And so I think a, a challenge people often have is they think that oh well we don't have much money so we don't need a financial mm -hmm. planner. No, you need a financial planner even more to dictate those exactly. dollars and tell you mm -hmm. where to go and what to do. Exactly. So we got a financial planner. Learn about Roth IRAs. Learn about um, you know. Uh, your 401k at work, right, all these different tools, right. a CPA. So you have someone who helps you with accounting. Once you get to a certain place, like, you know, if you have, you know, $10, you don't need a CPA, maybe, you know, <laughs> you can just manage that yourself. Right. And I would also just, you know, say to the your couples there that's, you know, getting married and, you know, just starting their lives, do this now. Do yeah. this now to plan because 10 years 
from today, you will thank yourself that you actually had these meetings. You talked about the money. And it's a good conversation. Go out for coffee and have the conversation. Yeah. It doesn't have to be so serious. You know what I mean? That's we a good make point, stuff Denise. so serious, you know, and it's not. Just get on board. You guys too shall become one. When I decided to become one with DJ, that's it. That's our plans. It's not DJ's plan, it's not my plan, but it's our plans now. You so money matters. Money matters. <laughs> so here's and then here's the last tip. Make sure that you put some, find some tools, right? So yes. maybe if you don't have a budget, if you want it, let us know on Instagram. Follow me, follow Denise. Yes. DM us and say, hey, do you have a budget I can use? We can put that on our website. Mm -hmm. We can give you the official Hopeful Romantics budget. That sounds exciting <laughs> to be the nerd. I'm like, I'm going to give you an Excel spreadsheet with all this well, stuff. But um, essentially, there's all types of free tools out there. There's... Um, Bank accounts, they'll take like the money that you don't spend on, say, a cup of tea, say it's 99 cents, and it's, you know, it'll, it'll take an extra penny and round it right, up. And put right, right. I have a bunch of tools that you can get money back yeah. when you spend it. And I love it because at the end of the day, I just withdraw from it and I buy presents with that money. <laughs> so there you oh, go. Yeah. So make the system work for you. Right, exactly. That's just a little bit on about how to find some success with money in your marriage. That mm -hmm. works for us. So again, Finding uh, uh, people to, to help be a resource for you. Yes. Maybe finding a game plan and finding the tools to help you balance it all. But the main thing is communication. Yes. Honesty, respect. Honesty, yeah. And getting on one page. Yes. Getting right? on one. Two shall become one in your finances as well. So, yeah. so that's it for this episode. We Yay. hope that you enjoyed today's episode. We hope you learned something from it. This wasn't as fun. I know that, you know, usually Denise <laughs> is laughing and having fun. But this is a serious one. If we know right. that money is the number two reason why people get divorced, then we have to dig into it. We have to talk about it because we want you to be hopeful about your relationship. And mm -hmm. you can't be hopeful if you're stressing about money. No, you cannot. And, you know, the reason why I make it fun for myself is because it's not so, it's not so hectic. It's not that serious, really. It, money is serious, but really it's not that serious. It's okay if I can't buy something. It's okay because I understand our goals. So get on board with each other. Have a plan. Pray about your plan. Let mm, me say that. Pray about your plan. Invite the Holy Spirit. Invite God to put his hand over it. Also, one other thing that, you know, Christian, if you give your tithe, mm. you allow the Lord to just bless your finances. You'd rather be blessed with 90% than have that 100% just cursed. So I just want, I just felt like I needed to say that, you know, in all your planning and everything you do, make sure that you give your tithes. There you go. You got it straight from Pastor Denise. We'll pay them tithes. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, well. we're going we're gonna to end our show, but we hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget... Mm -hmm to like, subscribe, share with your friends, follow us on Instagram. Our handles will be right in the show notes. Yes. Anchor.fm slash Hopeful Romantics. I'm going to say that one more time. Anchor.fm slash Hopeful Romantics. We love you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.